Guys? No. This is an island. Hello. Kyle! Ethan! Get over here! What? I don't know what I'm doing! What am I... Ah! What am I doing? Is it on? This, I, I don't... I don't know. Is it on? Hello? What are you doing? Is this on? Is oh! It's a season opener, guys! Okay. Oh! Shoot! Oh. Hey. Oh. Hey. Wait, wait, hold on. What, what's oh, yeah, it is a season opener. Oh, I guess, okay. Season three. Four. 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 Season four. Four, four. comes after season three. Season eight. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it might as well wait, be. Wait, 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 wait. Four! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick, have you guys ever seen my double backflip? <laughs> I'll give you props to that one. Well, he but gave you props first. So I mean, yeah. I'll give him props back. Welcome back. Fun. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back to this absolute. As we welcome of ourselves it. back into your guys' ear holes. Yep. Uh, that sounds <laughs> really strange. <laughs> We're back in the studio. And we are back in your guys' homes. I guess I'll say that better. That's, that's, even, that's even worse. Cops, <laughs> <laughs> just shut up, okay? We'll take just it from here. Minute, right? 20, minute 30 seconds in and we're already... Coming from Bobo, quit while you're ahead. <laughs> but he's Put down the up. shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> but season, season four, guys. This that's is hard insane. to believe. It's crazy. This is episode like 105, 106 altogether now. Something like that. Something like that. Because <laughs> we hit like 100 like right at the t- tail end of last season, yeah. Yeah, the towel whips and the, the hot chip challenge. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish someone was here to experience these two. These two di- I think the video did justice. The video was, came out pretty good. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ju- just seeing the aftermarks on Ethan from the towel whip. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that video, I would recommend going check that out on the our... Buckbuster Studios YouTube channel. Yep. Shout out. We can shout out ourselves. Fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how was everybody's off season? It was a long one for sure. Yeah, that's what she said. Obviously, <laughs> I missed hockey. I did too. But hockey is back now. A couple, couple games in the season. Actually, our second time trying to record the season opener. So, yeah, had some mic issues yep. last week where we recorded an hour forty five minute episode and only about thirty minutes of it of it recorded, like fifteen sixteen of which were just muffled, muffled nothingness. So, giving it another try here, and uh, hopefully this one goes over a lot better. So got yes. a new cord for the mic, which we found out we think that pretty damn sure that that is the issue. Seems to be going fine here on the screen here. Mike is going up and down. Yeah, well, it fine. seemed fine last time, and yeah. That. Not true. So let's just, uh, let's hope. I'm going to pay attention and actually watch the screen here. If it goes all wonky again, we'll <coughs> only waste 30 minutes of our time instead of almost two hours of our time. So Wait, how long <laughs> is that again? I don't know. Don't ask Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> That's nah, okay. I'll figure out it. Wow. Point. I honestly, I forgot about that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was never better, gets old. So it's all right. Right. <laughs> but I mean, right off the bat, I mean, just a couple things to talk about. Just obviously, Otters being underway. A couple games into the season now. Penguins being a couple games into the season now. I think what two and one now? Um, or maybe just one and one. Uh, two, and one. two and one. Two and one. Yeah. Red Wings being, I think, a couple of games in now. I think they're also two and one, or one yeah. and one. I know they got they won last night, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh is two and one. Detroit is one and one. Okay. So yeah. still not bad. I know the bracket got one last night, so I saw that was that a was pretty awesome. nice goal. Dude, Dad was a he, dirty. He got two. Yeah. He, he got, got two. two. Okay. His first as a Red Wing, though, that was that a was dirty awesome. fucking yeah. snipe. Nah. Uh, Otter, Otter's home opener didn't go too well. No. 
No, that was probably one of the more violent shit pushings I've ever seen. Mm. One of the worst home openings I've probably, and, especially officiating wise, that game was a well, joke. Man. And I think, and I think that's the biggest reason why I think we say it's a joke because both teams actually played a pretty fucking yeah. solid game. Yeah. It was just the officiating was god awful. Yeah, and obviously, because obviously as recorded tonight, Otters have played Mississauga now three times, and it's been a. It just, I don't think that the Otters are playing that well. It's just three of our six games so far have been against the best team in the league, and like the Mississauga. I just think they're just that good. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, excuse me. Our three games against them are what five nothing, five three, and now eight to three. Like they're just a yep. good fucking team. Like I don't think Otters are playing that bad this year. No. As young as, young as we are, as inexperienced as we are, we have that veteran, ex- very well experienced coach. I think that's definitely helping, still, helping the morale, I still helping the confidence of the team. I still have a lot of faith in Stan Butler. I have a lot of faith in Stan Butler. I do. To get this mm. team turned around. Just one thing, one word of advice to anybody out there who's, you know, watching live games. Make sure you know you communicate to the people in front of you instead of just randomly grabbing, grabbing them. Because I, I promise you, they won't all turn out peaceful. <laughs> they will not. Our, our, our scenario, like, luckily did. Barely. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why so I left I the, even, that arena as soon, like as fast as I did after that game. So what even? I don't even remember. I don't even think I was there for that. You, you, were, there. The, you were there for the home opener. We yeah. were all there. I know. I don't remember the instance with him and the, the lady behind us. The couple, first of all, the, the the entire family behind us were a bunch of fucking idiots, <laughs> just <laughs> talking nonsense the whole goddamn time. Like, oh, I, I, I miss Christian Kyrie. He's so much better than Alexi Davio. I don't know why I. Well, and what cracked me on up what was planet? what <laughs> I what I was that... thinking is that maybe that way they weren't married and this was like their first date and she either well, she like, or... I think that kid was theirs. Well, yeah, they they had at least together. one or two kids there. Okay, there's nothing saying that one of them had a couple of crotch goblins in <laughs> from a prior relationship. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think what was really irritating about the whole thing, I mean, obviously Colin has a different take on it was Dude had absolutely no clue what he was talking about with hockey. And, like, I heard him refer to Deeks as Jukes, and I'm like, this is not fucking football, you dumbass. Like, when he mentioned, when they mentioned about the Cairo over Davy, I'm like, I looked at Kyle Media, I'm like, me, me and Jeff exchanged offers, like, or like, it's only game one. I'm like, it's only game no, one, but I'm like, no, but it's talk- not the. The fact that it was only game one, it was the fact that the people behind us were a bunch of fucking Jays. I think what was fun. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I wouldn't want somebody toxic like Kyru in our, in the locker room. Like yeah, ba- Back with the incident, like, uh, this little lady that was sitting pretty much, I think, was she directly behind her or was she like one to your, like, so she, she was right behind, behind him. Well, originally she was like over behind Ethan or over behind Bobo yeah. just to start the game. She was right behind me. Yeah. But then third period, she somehow magically ended up right behind me. And I, I think we'll play Colin had gotten up to start screaming about a horrible blown call or a missed call or a, a stupid penalty we took that shouldn't have been called or something like that. She physically grabs Colin by the sides of his jersey and yanks him. No, down. like she she grabbed me. Like, I'm sorry, Jeff, I'm gonna do no. this. She grabbed me like this. I thought it was your shoulders. It was actually on my shoulders. Oh, shit. And me down. you know what? Okay. I, thought was, I thought she grabbed like the sides of his jersey. Now that I think of it, she tried to do the same. I think. At one, someone tried to grab me too because I felt hands on my shoulders too. I don't, I don't remember that. I just remember I, 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 I immediately just saw Colin's eyes turn red. I immediately, yeah, I kind of saw like Colin. Colin was seeing blood. Right, <laughs> so Colin was tasting colors. He right was so in the mad. corner of my eye, I 
turned, kind of slightly saw him, looked at Colin, and I just saw, and then I immediately looked right at Colin. I'm like, Wait, like yeah. I knew. And he, that's the most silent I've seen Colin at the end well, of a, at the end of a hockey game. Well, ever. and I know Colin well enough to 17 years now to where he, I know he wouldn't really not put his hands on anybody, but I know he would have absolutely verbally demolished that woman if he could. If, if her kids weren't there, he said, if her kids weren't there, he might have said something. <laughs> might have. I definitely would have. And I, I would say stuff now, but we're on the air, and I'm going to actually refrain myself from saying such quote-unquote nonsense. Yeah. So. Yeah. But other than that, home opener, Penguins, or Penguins, Otters played their second home game last night. Which Much better the, outcome than the that season home so opener. The, the one that I couldn't make it to because I was at my other job. Incredible okay. game. New, newly acquired Ben Goudreau got him from Sarnia in exchange for Nolan Lalonde, who they then ended up just flipping him straight over to Saginaw. It was what, 7-0? 7-1. Oh, shit. 7-1. 39 shots. He saved 38 of them. He did this stuff. Honestly, he's, I'm, I'm very, ex- very excited to see him. I'm like, yeah, we're only going to have him for this season, but like, he's going to... He's definitely, he's definitely going to be a big, big shoes to fill or big shoes to fill or uh, a very good teacher for the young and upcoming Jacob Gibbons. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Well, because Gibbons I'm, is only what 18, 16. Oh, really? Yeah, I was going to say the, the the one Maybe thing 16. the one thing that I don't understand is obviously before the whole trade happened, just a couple of days before. Yeah, we we dropped Kyle Downey, which you know he shot a couple of years left. Uh, well, he, not, he would he would have been the same. He, the reason I think they did is because they're both the same age. Kyle Downey and Nolan Lalonde are the same age. Yeah. So the, I just think they didn't want to have two overage goaltenders going into next season. But then why, in a couple of days. Why get rid of both of them? Yeah, I was gonna say that that's the one thing that really like, gets to me. I just don't it's understand like, why they that, why they released Kyle Downey if they were already in talks or thinking about trading Nolan Lalonde. That yeah, was the at, only at that at that point, like just keep Kyle down to you. Then you at least have a good one A goaltender while your one B goaltender in Jacob Gibbons develops more into that one A, your number one, your go to guy, like Nolan Long was when Soupy got injured. Yeah. Well, I say because from what I remember, Gibby wasn't he wasn't awful. He was a fairly he's soft. Very, for his age, he's for being as young as he is. He's very soft. And for the few games he played last year as a rookie, he was pretty good. He only, he only started what maybe. Five games. Five or six. It was at least five or six. And then he, got a, he got a couple towards the end because, you know, they're end of the season. He's like, okay, just go get some time. Go get some experience out there. Yeah, obviously, I don't think – I think most, if not all, of the shows ended up in losses, but they still got the experience. But then again, you know, the team in front of him at the time really wasn't 100% yeah. and this year, there. Like, you could see the difference compared already up front, like how much the defense is changing the full – Core, like, you can I, at least tell they're at least they're actually putting more effort into. I think it was you that said that. I do have a lot of faith in Stan Butler and his crew. I do. I, I, I have a lot of faith in him because obviously he brought in one of a uh, system coach that he actually coached for a while there while he was in North Bay. So yeah. and then obviously Wes Wolf is still here with us. So like yeah, you know Wes Wolf being being with us back in the 2017 team, you know has cup experience with us. Just he, he, a couple years of experience in general. He he know he knows our program. He knows our system. He knows what what works well for the city of Erie. So mm, having yeah. somebody here who, you know, you can kind of go to be like, hey, like what what works with us, and kind of have the guidance that most other teams might not have. You know, but through the first six seven games, the thing that I like the most right now, I like that '90s line. I really yeah. with Andre with uh, Mesiak, Molnar, uh, Bruce, McDonald. Bruce, that, that line is looking really good right now. Uh, 
Bruce is looking solid. Mesiac is looking incredible. Molnar's improved from last year. He's looking really good. I really like that 90s line. I yeah. really hope that they decide to keep them together. Yeah. Also, that, especially last night, they you, they were really good last night. They were, they were electric last night. They were insane. What Collectively, all together, I think they got pretty much a good majority of all, pretty much all the points yeah. and goals last night. Because Bruce had two. Almost got a Hattie. And almost got the Hattie. Mesiac had a goal and two assists. Uh, Molnar had, I think, he at least had, he had at least at least two points in that. So it's, it's very very solid. Looking looking like very solid team right now. Definitely a lot better to than the start of last season. Yeah, because looking at the team, like if there's it's an eighth seed spot right now, like yeah. but like it's still very early. So I'm just I'm just very shocked with how bad Windsor is this year, man. Yeah, one in seven now or one in eight. Seven to one loss to Erie last night, and an eleven to three loss this afternoon to Kitchener. Jesus. Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're the ones that like Flint. Okay, like I expected them to be kind of lower to. Keep on, sorry. Lower to um, like mid pack right now because since they lost a lot of their guys. Um, oh, smart. Yeah. That's big brain. Um. Something I rarely yeah, have. I, because they lost a lot of their guys that were either drafted or um, were overagers last year, like Amadeus Lombardi, and all that. So Wait, is, I, that a, is that a football for Windsor? Flint. Oh, thanks. Because they're okay. they're right now kind of down there. Are they right doing now. just as bad as too. Damn. Yeah, they're struggling right now. What Flint? Yeah. Flint's doing pretty bad. Yeah. That's again. not. That's not surprising. <laughs> that's why I said I'm not as surprised with them as I am with like Windsor now. Because Windsor's typically normally top. Top but I, I guess I was talking to like the the YouTuber that I mod, and uh, I guess he was talking and he was saying like they they got a whole new coach, they got a whole new owner. The team was sold, so they have a whole new owner. They have a whole new head coach. Like almost half of their, they have pretty much half their roster is new compared to what it was last season. Who it's Windsor? Like, Windsor. It's like it's a completely new well, ownership, new coach, new team. It's new so everything. this is like ground up rebuild. rebuild. It's pretty just much, it's yeah. just not. I mean, after get getting swept in the first round, when you're the first. They were the first seed, right? Yeah. They, they lost the first seed. seeded Kitchener. So, so it's not one of those, oh, throw two or three quote-unquote potential big names of the OHL and build a team around them. It's, you know, tear apart the piece of the notebook, crumple it up, throw it in the fire, and say start new. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> yep. Honestly, for Bobo, that was a pretty good analogy. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, sorry guys, I'm yeah, really stuffy. I know we talk a lot of otters throughout the year, but I'm already I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see what this year has and has in store for sure. But as we're still on the OHL topic, before we move on to our, our bigger and better things of the season to start the season, Jeffy, kick us off with OHL the milestones yep. and the news from this week. Um multiple from obviously some of the news that we did that we had from last week, I'll kinda add it in since we had it. Um back on October first. David Codd of the Saginaw Spirit signed a one-year contract with the San Diego Gulls. Um, and then on October 3rd, the Peter O'Peets promote Michael Oak to Vice President of Operations. Um, October, Multiple October 5th, um, Quiston Musty of the Sudbury Wolves signed a three-year entry-level contract with the San Jose Sharks. Um, the Sharks. Brady Stonehouse of the Ottawa 67s signed a three-year entry-level contract with the Edmonton Oilers. And then Owen Protz uh, of the Sudbury Wolves gets his first career goal against the Peterborough Peets. Okay. 
So kind of up, they actually upset Peter Ropitz in that game. That, yeah. Um, and that was his. Um, and then as well in that game, Carolina Hurricanes prospect Jacob um, Ferratis of the Cyberwolves gets his first career shutout in a 4-0 victory. Nice. Yeah, I forgot Peterborough's the reigning champs. Yeah. You know who's not? London. But they, got, but they got the MVP goaltender, though, in the offseason. Yeah. And Homer Simpson, Michael Michael Don't! Simpson. Michael Don't! Simpson. Um, Ryson Laters of the Mississauga Steelheads earned his second career share in a three in three starts in a two zero victory against Niagara. And he's obviously been really good for um, Mississauga. And then on October 7th, multiple things there. Oshawa Generals honor Dave Anderchuk, number nine, who spent nine, 23 seasons in the NHL with the Sabres, the Maple Leafs, Devils, Bruins, Avalanche, and Lightning. And his name joins the other number nine um, in who's retired, Red Tilson, Bobby Orr's number two, um, Tony Tanini's number 22, Mark Savard's number 27, Eric Lindros is number 88, and John Tavares is number 91. And then Brant, the Brantford Bulldogs named Lawson Shirk as the seventh captain in the franchise and named Nick Landers, Patrick Thomas, Jordan Donovan, and Noah Van Vele as the assistant captains. And then overager Jordan Donato of the Sioux Greyhounds gets his first career hat trick against the Flint Firebirds. Ryan Rubrick of the Niagara Ice Dogs gets his first career goal against the Barry Colts. Boo. And then Florian um, Jackey scores the very first ever Bulldogs goal in at the Brantford Civic Center um, since being moved up to Brantford this season. Aiden Young of the Saginaw Spirit gets his first career goal against Kitchener. Ryan Brown of the Saginaw Spirit, of, I'm sorry, Sarnia, gets his first career goal against the Windsor Spitfire. Nick Whitehead of the Auto 67s gets his first career goal against the Sudbury Wolves. And then 23-year-old officiating veteran Kevin Haston played his last game on October 8th in the Guelph-London game and begins his role as OHL officiation ma major, manager. Obviously, he's not doing a very damn good job of managing the officiating teams. <laughs> not really. Well, he's just going to be just starting that role. Who cares? <laughs> anyway. Um, then on October 9th, Carter Kuznick of the North Bay Battalion gets his first career goal against the Owen Sound Attack. Um, October 10th, B.U. Aki. Drafted 56 overall in the 2023 draft by the Edmonton Oilers. Signed a three-year entry-level contract with, with the Oilers. And then on October 13th, Matthew Schaefer of the Yards gets his first career goal against the Niagara Ice Dogs. And that was a nice goal, too. It was a, it was a gorgeous snipe. Really? Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. And then we already brought up the... Um, Otters and Sarnia and Sagnatre with um, Ben Goudreau and Nolan Lalon. Um, Cameron Carson of the Peterborough Peace gets his first career goal against the Brantford Bulldogs. 
And then Tanner Lamb of the Kitchener Rangers gets his first career goal against the Barry Colts. Okay. And Caden Taylor of the Sudbury Wolves gets his first career first career point against the Owen Sound Attack. October 14th, um, Denver Barkley of the London Knights gets his first career hat trick against the Sarnia Sting. Nice. And then cool. Cole Binduin, um of the Barry Colts gets his first career hat-trick against the Oshawa Generals. And same game, Edward Sale of the Barry Colts gets his first career goal against the Oshawa Generals. And then last thing, Carter George of the Owensound Attack gets his first career shutout against the Sioux Greyhounds. Nice. nice. And that, that's just huge alone to... First or second game of the season, hit your first shutout like that. That definitely. Or it's a couple, couple games. We're about still, yeah. Probably, okay. So like probably only like his fourth or fifth start, but yeah. I had an idea real quick. Pull up Puck Duco. Let's do Puck Duco as a group. Oh, oh. Okay. I think that could be from now on. That could be a good starter, a good opener. Ooh. Just pull up, pull up the daily Puck Duco. Oh, okay. Wait, I don't know what is this. Oh, pretty much. Okay, with the name of player that played for both Toronto and Boston. Okay. So easy. Well, Hold on. I got I got this first one. All I'm right. gonna have to go blow my nose because I'm really stuffy, so I'll be back in. Oh yeah, okay. I'll take the next one. All right, oh. so are you doing Toronto Anaheim, or are you doing Boston Chicago? I will do Boston Chicago now that he is over here, Taylor Hall. Oh. Yeah, that's probably gonna be a very high percentage because he know, everybody knows he now is in thirty-one. Right. Okay, okay, Colin beat me on twenty-one. Okay. All right. So I, I, I anybody, actually, if you know one, shout one out. I have one. Um, um Corey Perry. Um, Anaheim Ducks and the Chicago Blackhawks. Nice, nice grab on that one. Since he's now over there in Chicago. I forgot he was over there. Ooh, I have one for St. Louis and uh, Toronto. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly. I was just about to say that. Yep. So. Alright, um. Corey Perry looks like a Mississippi meth hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. I had to go blow it up my nose. I think I'm getting a cold. I'll go. I'll go. Toronto. Cool. Oh, my gosh. So these are tough. Um, oh. Philly and Anaheim. And I'll play. Um. Damn, man. This is where it gets tough. Um. Oh, my God. Um. Um. Give. No. I was gonna say Eric Lindros, but I don't know if he played for St. Louis or not. I was gonna say. Oh, for, I was gonna say for I was gonna say Carter Verhage, but I think I'm way off. Carter who? Verhage. Carter Verhage for I which thought, one? I thought he was Philly and Anaheim. I don't think so. No. I don't think. No, I don't have confidence. Because I thought I've seen it. I know I've seen him in a Philly jersey, and I thought I've seen oh, that, him. That in Toronto Anaheim. and Anaheim one's gonna kill me. It's probably so easy too. I'm trying to think. Oh, motherfucker. Max Comtois? Did he play for Philly? Yeah. I thought he I did. don't have the confidence in that, say, for Who? sure. Max Comtois? Don't look don't, it up. Don't cheat. Yeah, don't we, look we, it we, up. We cheaters in this bitch. I don't, I don't know any of them. Oh, so. my God. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Um, St. Louis and Chicago. I'm trying to think. Goaltenders. Halak. Did Halak ever play for Philly? No. 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 
Brett Hall. Brett Hall, Chicago Blues. Oh, yeah. Chicago Ooh. Blues. Chicago and St. Louis. Brett Hall. Pretty sure. Hall, yeah. He, what? Did he not play for... I know he played for Dallas and St. Louis. Did he not play for Chicago? <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Is it Bobby Hall then? I don't want to waste a second guess on the same square. Oh damn! I was very confident in that one. Um, excuse me again. Wow. Oh, that Toronto Anaheim is gonna kill me. Yeah. I'm trying to go through the list of players that are playing for that team in my head. Um. Was. Oh. Oh. Can you think of one? Chris. Oh, Chris Pronger. Nice. Oh, Good clutch. Okay. Did. What about Chelios? Did he play for Chicago and St. Louis? I think you're I know right. He's a, I know he's a former Red Wing. Um, Chelios, I know he. I know played he played for Chicago. St. Louis too. I think it might be Chris Chelios. I think yeah. Caleb might be on to something. Because I know he played for, for Chicago, St. Louis. No. no. Damn. Kyle, you're sinking this ship here, man. Because I know he played for Chicago. I do know that. Well, I don't know players. I know the Philly Boston one. I feel like it, like a trade between those two like just happened like last season. Not Ivan Provorov. Um. Okay, isn't Provorov in DC now, or? I think he might be. Damn. Anaheim, Anaheim, dude, the, the Anaheim Toronto's gonna kill me, dude. I know it. Good slide, never moved anywhere. Oh, Zegers has been there. Sonny Milano. No, no, he's with Ma Washington, not Philly. Yeah, I was going Milano was Anaheim and then DC. DC. Okay. Boston and Philly. Oh, my God. Fucking J Yager. Oh, my God. Boston and Philly. Wow, how did we not get that sooner? Wow, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that's embarrassing. All right. Uh, Anaheim, Philly, Toronto, Anaheim. We only have one more guest left, so let's keep that in mind. Um. I'm, trying to think of, I'm thinking goalies have, have to be somewhere here. Frank, well, Frank Vitrano. Sure. Chicago and St. Louis. Didn't, Wouldn't it, that be? For Toronto, to, huh? go to Philly. I want to say the Chicago no. St. Louis one's a goalie. That's what I'm thinking too. I'm yeah. thinking. I I can't think of his name off the top it's of my not head. Cam I think, it's not Cam Ward. It's, it's not, not, not Bennington. It's, it's not, not Brodor. You. I think you and I are on the same track. I was. We're, I was thinking. Not, not Crawford. If that's what you're thinking. It's not uh, Crawford. No. Yeah, because Crawford went uh, Chicago to New Jersey. It's not um, Malcolm Subban. I don't think he ever played for St. Louis. No. No. Because um, Malcolm only played for Buffalo and uh, Vegas. In Chicago. Yeah. Who was the goaltender for St. Louis when they won their last cup? Bennington. Was it Bennington? Yeah, yeah the baby back bitch himself. Brian Elliott? Did he ever play Did he ever play for Anaheim? No, no he, played for, he played for uh, Tampa, Chicago. Cam... Cam Ward, I don't not think Chicago. Played, I don't think not Chicago. I think, that's who, I think I was thinking Cam Ward. I don't think Cam Ward played for St. Louis. But I don't think he did either. 
I don't know. Saucing out flurry. We could throw it. We could throw Cam Ward in there for shits and giggles. You mean we yeah. all three of our final guesses on the same square? Yeah. Oh my god, Toronto and Anaheim, dude. That one's gonna kill me. Who the fuck is that? I feel like Philly and Anaheim. That's the might hardest be a big one. I too. can't think of. Toronto and Anaheim, man. Oh my god. Dude, no, 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 no. What do you think? Just spit it out. It's not Peary. Well, he went to the, he went to Long Island. Either what are you thinking? Spit it out. For some, I, didn't I, they get didn't Toronto get Klingberg? John Klingberg. Did they not? Who's the big defenseman they just got in the offseason? I thought it was Klingberg. Was it Klingberg? I, 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 I Toronto Anaheim John Klingberg. Now I think about it. Or maybe oh, where did Klingberg go? I'm pretty sure. It's or did he go to? I think Boston? Kyle's right. I honestly think Kyle's right. Now that now that they said the name, I'm like, wait. I think he did. Send it. Yeah, okay, we got seven out of nine. All right. Okay. And then, and then a few stats. <sighs> what do we miss? Brandon Saad. Brandon Saad. Oh, oh we, can, we got a Brandon Luke Shen. Luke Shen and then or Luke Chris Shen. Proctor there. Why did I see there. Brandon Shen? Oh. Okay. You can click on each individual square and see all of the guesses, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, oh, we could have done Freddie Anderson for Toronto. Oh. And, uh, That's the goalie Freddie I was... Anderson played for Anaheim? That's the goalie I was thinking what? of. I was in the wrong square. When did Freddie Anderson play for Anaheim? Oh, now we can look this stuff up. I was gonna say I was thinking goalie for one of the squares. That might have been who I that might have been who I was thinking of, honestly. Alright, Chris Brown, we got thirteen point seven on that. That was, that was a pretty low one. That was new because he just cause he played for Anaheim for what, half a season last year? And then went over to uh where did he end the season last year? Was it Minnesota? John Klingberg. Um, he was drafted by Anaheim. Then so went to Toronto, then Carolina. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. Interesting. Well, that was fun. That was that was like, got us thinking, got us in the in the mood here. Yeah, Didn't I it, like. It'd be fun, I think, to start off every episode. I like that idea. So we're gonna take it back a little bit, all the way to June twenty sixth. So the end of, towards the end of last season. Pretty much, I think this happened. This these couple events happened like days after we ended last season. Um, on June twenty sixth, the Chicago Blackhawks acquire forwards Taylor Hall. And Nick Foligno from the Boston Bruins in exchange for defenseman Alec Regula and Ian Mitchell. I guess you can say that was a regular trade. Okay, I'll leave. Bye, guys. Bye. Um, God, I can hardly read that. Uh, June 26th, New Jersey Devils acquire... Oh, we're not doing that one. Oops. June 27th, St. Louis Blues acquire forward... Kevin Hayes from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for a six-round pick and a, and a round pick in the 24 NHL draft. For a sixth? That one's a steal. That is yeah. a steal. Shane, Kevin Hayes for a sixth? That's a steal. So. Yeah, Jeff. Or Colin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, which one are we on? You're 27th. on. Second 27th. Oh, the uh, Canadians acquiring uh, New Hook from the Avalanche uh, for defenseman Fairbrother. A first and a second round pick in the 2023 draft, which, unfortunately, I don't know who they ended up drafting off those picks, but... I think that's a little bit of an overpayment. Yeah. I mean, Alex Newhook is good, don't get me wrong. Obviously, Stanley Cup champion, but um, I, th I think they overpaid a little bit too much for that one. The Los Angeles Kings acquire four Pierre-Luc Dubois from the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for Ford's Gabriel Villar Villardi. Villardi. Ramses Kapari, Alex um, 
LaFalo and a second round draft pick in the 2024 draft. I follow. Uh, you follow who? Shut the hell up, Carl. I don't. I don't know if that would be an overpayment or not. Because I mean, PLD is fucking good. Yeah, he is really fucking good. But is that an overpayment? Maybe slight. Maybe take away one of the players, and it's fair. I. I just uh, maybe take out maybe either Kapari or Iafello, and I think it's a fair trade. Velardi, Pierre Luc Dubois, a pick, and then one of either Kapari and Iafello, and I think it would have been fair. Yeah. But I think that just take away one of those players, and I think it's a little. I think it's more fair than all of that. Um, uh, June 27th as well, San Jose Sharks acquire goaltender Mackenzie Blackwood from the New Jersey Devils in exchange for a sixth-round pick in 2023. And that's also pretty much a steal because, I mean, yeah. the Devils weren't going to use Blackwood, obviously. They got Vanacek, who's been very good. And then um, their, who's their backup? Anita Schmidt or whatever? The one you have, right? Akira Schmidt. Akira Schmidt, yeah. He's, who's, he's been pretty damn good, too. So, I mean, no, he's not bad. Can, uh, the Devils weren't going to use him anymore, so... Also, on June 27th, the New Jersey Devils acquire forward Tyler Toffoli from the Calgary Flames for forward Igor Sharangovich. Sure? Sharangovich. Sharangovich. Bless and, you. Thanks. <laughs> and a third-round pick in the 2023 draft. That's fair. That, that, that's, that's, fair that's, that's even. Um, Colorado Avalanche acquired forward... Ross Colton from the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for a second round pick in the 23 NHL draft. Also fair. Uh huh. Yep. Also very fair trade. Alright, this next one I kind of think is a little bit of a steal. Obviously, Roddy Smith definitely does need to get his feet on, like, underneath him for the Penguins, but the Penguins did acquire him from the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for a third pick, a third round pick in the 24 NHL draft. I think, yeah, that one goal he had against Washington, I think that's his only point so far. He might have an assist, too, but yeah. it, was a, it was a nice goal, though. It was a nice snipe. And then moving on to June 29th, the Chicago Blackhawks acquire for Josh Bailey, a second round pick in the 2026 draft from the New York Islanders in exchange for our future considerations. Uh, then on June 29th as well, the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings. Red, Red, I said Red every Wings. time. Acquire Kyle, forwards. Kyle, repeat Red after me. Red. Red. Red Wings. Red Wings. Acquire forward Kaiwar Yamamoto in exchange for Klim Costin of the Edmonton Oilers. No, no, no. no. Uh, Yamamoto and Costin. And Klim Costin from the Edmonton Oilers in exchange for future considerations, which I think the Red Wings ended up and they, trading both it, of them, didn't they? Or did they keep Costin? We kept Costin. We got, and I know you got rid of Yamamoto. Yeah, we literally got like, rid of him the day later. that he fucking got traded. Was it the day of? Yeah, it was the day he got Our. traded. His contract got bought out. And I was just like, you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and the Chicago right. Blackhawks acquire forward Corey Perry from the Tampa Bay Lightning <laughs> in an exchange for a seventh round pick in the 2024 NHL draft. Chicago gave up too much for him. <laughs> Way too, way too much. At least, at least you can say they're, you're, they're, he's off the Tampa now. I know yeah, I, a shit player on a shit team. Maybe. Great. I mean, Dude. to be honest, I can see someone like Perry with Chicago kind of skyrocketing with him. No. 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 He has to be no. a good player he's to skyrocket. <laughs> really, they, they brought him in to help Bedard out, really. Yeah, that was the, the couple of moves or signings or trades. That happened at the tail end of last season. These and moving on to what happened in technically the start of the 2023-2024 season. Ethan, cut us off or cut us away. Go, you know, whatever. Cut Just us go. away. Uh, 
Okay. So on July 1st, the Washington Capitals acquired defenseman Joel Edmondson from the Montreal Canadiens for a third-round pick and a seventh-round pick in the 24 NHL draft. I Um, think that one's fair. Yeah, it's not bad. It's fair. Sticking with July 1st, the New Jersey Devils acquired defenseman Colin Miller from the Dallas Stars for a fifth-round pick in the 25 draft. That's uh, fair, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know too much about Colin Miller to Neither say whether or not I. that's a fair trade or not. But that's it, decent. And the Shan, Shan, San Jose Sharks acquired Duclair from the Panthers for Steven Lor- Lorenz and a fifth pay- uh, round pick in 2025. I don't know about Lorenz. I absolutely know nothing about him. And he's, I think he's like a 13th forward at best. I know he's not, not too big. I'm not sure. Then on July 2nd. The Winnipeg Jets acquired defenseman Artemi Kinsnekov from the San Jose Sharks for defenseman Leon Gwinky. And I Gwink. Gwink. Oh, this works out perfectly. Ethan will get to do his his boy here. On July 2nd, Minnesota Wild acquire forward Pat Maroon and forward Maxim Kaljevic from the Tampa Bay Lightning for a seventh round pick in a 2024 NHL draft. I think, honestly, I think that's fair. Yeah. Because Maroon's getting up there. 33, 32, 33. Oh. Really? Yeah, yeah he's about that age. I mean, well, Ethan reads all book. The one I'm most excited about. I think we all are. I'm more excited about that one than, than ours. <laughs> um, that's a lie. <laughs> on July 9th, the Detroit Red Wings, my Detroit Red Wings, I should say, acquire forward Alex Debrinkit, who is also a former Otter, from the Ottawa Senators for forward Dominic Kabalik, defenseman Donovan Sobrango, a conditional first-round pick in the 2024 draft, and a fourth-round pick in 2024. And I, I got this next one because this is a, a three-way trade, and I remember how it, how it went off. So, a three-way? Three, yeah. So, so sh- I, uh, I, I got it. Okay. So, uh, obviously this is a three-way trade. This is one of the biggest trades for the biggest fish in the pond. Or one of the biggest fish in the pond for this offseason. The one that went down August 6th uh, between the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Montreal Canadiens, and the San Jose Sharks. Alright? So, coming Montreal's way from Pittsburgh is obviously Jeff Petrie, goalie Dave, uh, Casey DeSmith, and Ford Nathan Laguerre. And a 20, uh, second round pick in the 2025 draft going to San Jose is Mike Hoffman. Michael Granlund from the Pittsburgh Penguins and Jan Rudai from the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I think that first round pick in 24 was Pan- the Penguins, yeah, I right? Think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then going to Pit- Pittsburgh is Eric Carlson and a third round pick in the 2026 NHL draft. And, I don't know- and uh, Dylan Hamelik. Yeah, I don't know yeah. whether he's going to Montreal or if he came to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to Pittsburgh. Okay. Well, e- either way. That was the, the three-way but, trade. Oh, man. I know, I know we were talking about it this last week, obviously, but we lost the footage. Um, but the, the days leading up to it, I'm like, guys, this might actually fucking happen. I think it was Collins. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we have what it takes. I don't think we have the pieces. I don't think we have the cap space. But I'm like, it was heating up more. And I'm like, guys, I really think that the Penguins are going to pull this off. I really have a feeling that this is going to happen. And then, obviously, August 6th, it went off in... Pittsburgh Penguins, EK65 wearing the black and gold. Looks yep. so beautiful. And it has, looks beautiful, man. It's a very fantastic look. And I said this during the r- rumors, like, at the end of last season, like, like when we were um, 
talking about Dabrinka either coming to Pittsburgh, looking going to go to Pittsburgh or go to Detroit or Dallas. And then we were talking about if Carlson was coming or not. Potentially, I, I said, regardless, like if Dabrinka went to Detroit or Pittsburgh and then Carlson went to Detroit, like I said, we were, it was a win-win for all of us. Yeah. Sure enough, it, it happened. Brinkin went to Detroit and then Carlson came to Pittsburgh. I would have absolutely shit yeah. if we got Eric Carlson. But I'm I so... I know either way, I would have been... If it would have been the other way, if Dabrinka came to Pittsburgh and Carlson went to Detroit, that's I why I said, happy. That's like, why I said like it was a win-win, really. Yeah, it was amazing. It was so cool to see both of those things happen. So, before we get back, jumping back, Patty Maroon is 35. Okay, I was a little off. Okay. So, um, continuing, August 8th, Carolina Hurricanes acquire forward David Case from the Flyers and forward Massimo Rizzo in a fifth-round pick in the 25 NHL draft. That's a name. Mas- Massimo Rizzo. That's it's a, a Massimo a Rizzo. It must be Italian or something. Okay, that's, a, that's a buttery name. Massimo no, no. Rizzo. No, that's just had, You know why his name is Massimo Rizzo? Because he has the maximum riz. I was just about to say that. Oh, yeah, he's rizzed up ice in his veins. I Jeffy, kicks off that August fifteenth trade. Um, the Detroit Red Wings acquire defenseman Jeff Petrie from the Montreal Canadiens for Gustav Lindstrom and a conditional fourth round pick in the twenty twenty five NHL draft. I think we overpaid for him. I don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, you uh, got a, a it, prospect and then a conditional fourth, so technically it's a fifth. It just can become a fourth. So I mean, I don't. I don't think it's an overpayment. So, so I don't think so. Do you think they can use that fourth round pick and potentially use it next season to trade it's up? Twenty twenty five. Or it's okay, 25, two yeah. seasons from now. It's possible. Use it to trade up for something bigger and better. And a like fourth. One of, one of the free agents of say Patrick Kane signs a two year contract. Yeah. He'd be a free agent by then. So do you he think? He'd also be thirty seven. Do you think it, it would be safe for all these teams with the pick for two years down the road to? Hold on to it. If something happens, like major, they say, "Oh, we'll give you this for this player." I mean, Surprise! Yeah. The Red Wings signed Mark Andre Fleury to a one-year contract. <laughs> that would that, that I think I don't even think I would like seeing that. To be honest with you, to where seeing Mark Andre Fleury in the Motor City. Really? I I just can't imagine him in a Red Wings jersey. That's fair. I can't imagine him wearing red. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. The, the Chicago style red did not. I didn't no. like him in no, Chicago. I didn't also, he didn't like it either. But anyways, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> does anybody really? Uh, the Vancouver Canucks acquire goaltender Casey DeSmith from the Montreal Hurricane. Montreal Heart. Wow. Montreal, Montreal Hurricanes. <laughs> it's been a I while. Lo- it's been a while, guys. Montreal Canadiens for Ford Tanner Pearson and a third round car- pick in the twenty twenty five. My phone got caught saying Hurricanes. <laughs> Your phone heard me say Hurricane. <laughs> I love the National Weather Service. The Car- my favorite team's the Carolina Canadians. <laughs> no, Kyle. <laughs> Carolina Canadians. Kyle said the Canadians. Her- oh, Carolina. I don't know. Oh, what- Caroline. I-, I don't know what happened. Literally, <laughs> my, oh, Caroline. My phone okay. picked up Kyle saying Hurricane and a. Took me to the National Hurricane Center's website. We're all stupid as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Some say we're nice, but that's bullshit. But really, we're on meth. (laughs) (laughs) And then that, that, that... 
The last big one, I, I think it's... Well, I'm going to call this the last big one. Oh, not it wasn't really big. The Canucks acquire Sam Lafty from the Maple Leafs for a fifth-round pick in 2024. I was just saying, the Canucks receive Alex Galchenyuk for future considerations. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are the Canucks receiving in advance? A five-year jail time? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they lost him up a uh, five-year contract, right? Anyways, Mandatory. moving on to... <laughs> That was just the trades, guys, for that happened in the offseason. Now we got to move on to the free agent signings. So, uh, um, I guess... Uh, uh, we can definitely skip around, like, each team and say, like, we, what we think is the big... The some, ba- some of the better, better ones. Yeah, like, the Kalorn four year, signs four years with the Ducks. Obviously, Troy Terry, the seven years with the Ducks. And they thankfully resigned uh, Trevor Zegras to three and, years. And Drysdale as well. Mm-hmm. Drysdale got resigned, yeah. That's right. I, th- I think... This, a sneaky, good sneaky signing there is Radko Gudis, though. That's a sneaky signing. That's right. It very, is. Very gritty. It's, it's a good, it's a a good, good sign. One. Yeah. I forgot. Ooh, I forgot Shattenkirk signed with Boston. Yeah. Shattenkirk. Kevin shit my skirt. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all my gut. Alex Galchenyuk has one year contract terminated. <laughs> yep. As we were just saying, yeah. I think we talked about this yeah, in yeah. last week's, but obviously that situation with Alex Galchenyuk with... Encounter with his police. We won't go too much into depth about it, but it was apparently he screamed what a racial slur during a, po- a traffic stop at a police officer. Wow. And uh, yeah, like was re- resisting arrest and ended up getting arrested or something. I can't remember the entire story behind it. But well, no, his, his whole thing it turned, he, it turned pretty pretty nasty. Well, and he ended. I think he ended up getting charged with like vehicular assault or something. I'm pretty sure. He, he, he was sure. also under the influence of a got, couple. Got a DUI. A couple. I think. Yeah, not drugs, not too. only alcohol in a system. Yeah, so. Drugs and. And up doing this, he ended up going into the players' help. What is it called? The players' help association. Uh, players, players, players assistance. Assistance. Yeah, players assistance NHL program. NHLPA program. Yeah. Um, and end up doing that whole probably not so heartfelt apology and just one of those things you have to, you might not feel, but you have to do it just so you don't look like that much of an asshole. Yeah. But anyway, some of the bigger ones coming out of Arizona, I think, obviously Jason Zucker and Alex Kerfoot's one of the, another yeah. sneaky signing. That was a sneaky yeah. one. Travis Dermott. I'm very sad to see Zucker go. But. Matt, Matt Dumbass also going to Arizona. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I think Matt I missed Dumba. that one last week. Yeah, one, one year contracts. Uh, then, uh, Jake McBain and um, Troy Stretcher, some of the bigger names, and then a couple other, couple other smaller ones there. Yeah, Boston, some of the big ones Ethan mentioned. JBR, Milan Lucic. And Kevin Shattenkirk, Morgan Geeky, Connor Brown. This Jeremy is Connor Swain. Brown. Is that not Connor Brown? He, he Connor went to Edmonton. Did you go to Edmonton? It's not Connor Brown. Patrick, Patrick Brown. Patrick Brown. Brown. Okay. I Patrick. say Connor Brown went to Edmonton. Then I Swayman resigning for another year. He was awarded that and contract. Adam Bokovist, yeah. another year as well. Not, not a whole lot of big ones coming out of Buffalo. I mean, other than Tyler jo- Josh and uh, what uh, about Jos- Johnson. Is that Tyson? Tyson. Tyson Yost. Is that Connor? Darlene got a big, big contract extension. Just this couple of days ago, yeah. Is the is Connor? That's Connor Clifton, isn't he? He was with Boston. Connor Clifton, yeah. Okay. I think so. Then uh, Dustin Tokarski as well. Yeah, you're right, Paul. Well, that is, is, that is, that is that Eric Johnson? Did he go to Buffalo? Yeah. Yep. Eric Johnson. That's okay. going to wow. be a really nice... That's big for their for their decor. Getting that so, veteran to teach somebody like yeah. like Darlene. That's big. Yeah. I mean... Oh, stop giving me those eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, Buffalo this year, although we're so. only in the first few you know days, I should say, of the season, even the first week, I feel like Buffalo 
kind of might go far this year with some when of these big the pickups. Talk about the stands. I want to talk about Buffalo. Uh, we'll get there, yeah. Uh, not a whole lot really out of Calgary. Nothing. Tucker, Calgary. Tucker, Tucker Pullman's like the only name that stands out to me. And Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Osterall kind of as well. but Osterly? Or Osterly? I thought that was Osterall. Ostrich either way. Ostrich. <laughs> There's one I hate in this for Carolina already. Brandon Lemieux. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Lemieux, Michael Bunting, Freddie Anderson re-signing, Dimitri Orlov. That's the only one I don't like. He is a see you next Tuesday if you get the uh, analogy there. And then Johns, I think that Jones, I think that's Caleb Jones. Yeah, that's Caleb. So that's not that's not bad either. Chicago, not a whole lot either. No. Ryan and Kurbyshev, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised with Chicago, to be honest. And Colorado getting quite a few as well. Not a whole lot of big names, though. Other than the Jack. man, the myth, the legend, Penguins legend, Jack Johnson. Uh, Tom Stater. I believe that's yeah. Miles Wood from, from New Jersey. I got Jonathan Druin, Bowen Byram. Uh, I wonder if he has wood that's miles long. Uh, but we'll get the fuck way, out. That's why he talked about the Ross Colton. He got traded there okay. and immediately signed the four-year contract. I think that's Felipe Myers, maybe? Uh, and Thomas, is that Thomas Tatar? Yep. Yep. Tommy Tater. Ben Myers, not Felipe. Okay. Felipe. Columbus has signed. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. I'm sorry. Restricted free agent Tim Bernie. I'm so sorry. Bernie. <laughs> absolutely. I think they're the only team on here that signed absolutely nobody. There might be one other team. Uh, Matt, Matt Duchesne. And Sam Steele, that's not bad for a pair of one-year contracts. Stars. Isn't Pulliot a big name, too? Uh, uh, is it Ty so Delandria, I want to say his name is? <clears throat> uh, Pouliot is the seventh defense, uh, defenseman at best. Okay. Yeah. Ty Delandria, then is it Benoit Pouliot? Yeah, yeah, he's the seventh yeah. defenseman okay. at best. I was thinking of the other... I mean, there's probably only one Smith, Pouliot. I think that's Craig Smith, if I'm not mistaken. Craig? Craig Smith from Nashville in Washington, yeah. Yeah, Craig, okay. Craig Smith. One-year, one million. Here's the, here we go. Here's the long list. Here you go, Ethan. So I mean, obviously we had Clem Costin signing the two-year. Uh, you guys are Gustav Lindstrom signs the one-year. Uh, James Reimer finally re-signed, which I was very happy about that. Uh, Shane Gotsisbeer signs a one-year. I forgot he went to Detroit. JT Sign Comfer. Is that yeah. Daniel Sprung? Yeah, Florida reached the Stanley Cup final because he was—he's Bob's backup last year when oh, Spencer yeah. Knight went down. Oh, yeah. and Joe Valino resigned. That's not, you guys not, not very much of a good one, I don't think so. But here's—he's yeah. a, a good depth forward, another, again, really. Fourteenth forward, thirteenth forward at best. Let's say again, depth. depth. There's yeah. a couple of nice sneaky um, signings right there. Yeah, he, he was. He, Bear is one of those really sneaky ones. Yeah. Ooh, I forgot Pius Suter signed with uh, Vancouver. Are you good in Cooper? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're on Edmonton now, but. Oh, he's talking like he's reading the oh, UFAs yeah, up there. Oh, yeah, right there. Yeah, what? Drake Cagula. Is that. Uh, Peters? Is that Cal Peterson? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's still with LA, isn't he? Lane Peterson. Okay, I didn't think it was Cal. I didn't think so. Evan uh, Boucher. There's Connor Brown. Yeah. Uh, Evan Boucher. Not, Evan Boucher. Za not Zach Lavoie, thank God. The good Lavoie. The good Lavoie. Yeah. The not a piece of shit Lavoie. Why does McLeod just kind of... Is that Michael McLeod from, the, from Jersey? Or like, however you say it, McLeod. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, Ryan McLeod. Ryan. I was going to say, that name was kind of screaming at me, and I'm like, I don't know why that name looks so familiar. He's only 23. Wow. 
Florida Panthers a whole shit ton here. Yeah. Uh, OEL signed a one year. Rodriguez signed a four year. Alex Stellars. Uh, that, you said that was Evan Rodriguez. Yeah, that's that's Evan. Is that Evan? Yeah, that's Evan. Oh shit! Okay, you nice. Rock. Good, good for you, Evan. Getting yeah. the four years. Good for you, man. Yeah, better than the consistent one year, one year, uh, two year, yeah. one year. And Rasmus Asplund. That's the other only other big names I can think of that are that are going. Yeah, there. I'm glad for Evan getting a bigger contract. L.A. Big one for L.A. is Cam Talbot. Tal- I, mean, yeah. I wish it was longer Tal- than a year, but that's a big one for them. Well, do you think? With Talbot, they're just gonna see how he does this year, and yeah. then after it's, it's if like he he's does, approve me or approve me. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. That's yeah. what I was thinking. It's that okay. Yeah. Like if, if, you, if, if you make the if we make the playoffs or you do well this year, then you'll probably get more. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota again, not a whole lot coming out of there. Is that well. Philip so, Gustafson? Yeah, was, that's my first I've thought seen too. Eric Gustafson. One of the two. Or is it Philip? Yeah, Philip. Philip, okay. Philip. That's, that's where the only Philippe. one that was the big yeah. one. And other than that, not a whole lot. Montreal. Montreal, there's not a lot. Uh, Anderson, Raphael Harvey, Pinard, Alex Newhook. And that's that's about it for them as well. Raphael Harvey, Pinard. That I, believe is a, I believe it's Raphael. Yeah. Na- Raphael Harvey, Pinard, yeah. Nashville, the, big, the two big signings being Ryan O'Reilly and, and Luke, Luke Shen. Shen. Yep. Obviously, with the, the new system with under. It's. Why am I drawing cool. a blank on the, the GM right now? Barry well, Trotz? Is he the GM now? Yeah, Barry yeah. Trotz okay. is the GM. Wow. Yeah, so they, they, I, don't, I don't like the Ryan O'Reilly I don't, one. I don't like him in that color. It's just, but, I don't, it's so weird seeing him in that. I think you know. O'Reilly's going to do good with Nashville, though. I but really un- do. Understanding how they want to run their, their system down there. Yeah. Obviously, Nashville has been a, a defense first, defense heavy kind of team. With Ryan O'Reilly being that and defensive one. And now they're kind of trying to transition it more into an offensive What's game. Two-time so, or three-time Silky winner, Ryan O'Reilly? Yeah, so, so with, with O'Re- both O'Reilly and Luke Shen, they're hoping that they can help start the transition over these next couple of years into an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, or not a juggernaut, but an offensive powerhouse of a team out west it'll there. Be, it'll be fun seeing Nashville re- like kind of start getting back, getting back to uh, what they were in like 17 and that. If all goes, we'll go to the... Devils-Penguins game. We'll yeah. see. A whole bunch coming out of New Jersey as well. Nick Bastion. Is that Eric Children from Toronto last year? Uh, Chris Tierney. Thomas Nosek. Is that Calfoot or Adam Foot? That's uh, Calfoot. <laughs> Calfoot. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah Calfoot. Calfoot. <coughs> uh, Adam Foot, I think, is older, isn't he? Isn't he like and then, is, that, yeah. is it Keith Jacob Kincaid or Keith Kincaid? Keith Kincaid. Pretty sure it's Keith Kincaid. I think Cold you're right. Here. Yep. KK. The Islanders, the, the two big pair of seven-year signings with Scott Mayfield, almost at Baker. Scott Mayfield and Pierre Inval signing seven-year contracts. And Varlamov as well. Varlamov re-signing for four. and Wall- Wallstrom coming on another year. Yep. The Rangers. Rangers, quite a few here as well. Blake Wheeler with the Rangers. That one, honestly, that one was one of the bigger ones that Jonathan, surprised Jonathan, me. not so quick. There's Riley Nash, Nick Raff, Benino. Lafreniere. The first round bust. Is that Miller? Is that JT Miller? I think it is JT <laughs> Miller. JT Miller, yeah. It's Ryan Miller. Condry. Condry Miller, okay. Oh. Never mind, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And then, uh, obviously, Alex Lafreniere getting two more years. First round bust. Well, he's actually finally getting some <coughs> oh, first line um, minutes. He is finally getting some time. Corpusawa with Ottawa. That's going to be That's fun That was watch. like one of the first... First big signings on, yeah. on uh, free agency frenzy day. And then Tara, I don't Do know I if say. I like Tarasenko with Ottawa. 
I'm, I I'm not a fan of it. Like, I can see with Ottawa, they've been fucking... I, I don't dislike uh, that one as much as I like O'Reilly going to Nashville. I mean, here's the thing, though. Ottawa's been a fucking team of sewer dwellers for the last fucking 15 years. That's 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 a very creative term there. So sewer dwellers. So it's one that's of the, pretty good. So it's one of those things. Yeah, you kind of break someone to shine some light down to the sewers. What's gonna happen? Shit, shit only rolls downhill. Sewer dwellers. That's a good one. I like that. I mean, when when did we end up beating Ottawa in the? Uh, that was like twenty seventeen. So it's yeah. been oh, so almost. I think that was the last year they made the playoffs. Yeah, it's yeah, been eight we, years. we practically broke them with a double over, overtime game. Yeah, it's yeah. been seven, maybe eight years, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we get it. You guys are trying to shine some light, but I just don't see it happening. The Flyers. Uh, Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl. It's Mark, yeah, Mark Stahl, Cam York, and then uh, Penguins. Ryan. Penguins legend Ryan Paling. Is that Jake Gardner? I don't think so. I almost said Ryan Poling. I think Gardner Oops. is D-I-N-E-R. Okay, Rhett. It's Rhett Gardner from Dallas. The last. And Pittsburgh, quite a few as well. Yeah, a lot more than a I lot. thought actually. Thank, thank you for, <laughs> thank you for getting rid of friggin' Hextall. Hextall, thank you for getting rid of bad contracts. With the one I was wrong about, Granlin's contract. One I yeah. still think we need to get rid of is Jeff Carter's contract. But uh, some of the bigger ones: Noel Achari, Ryan Graves, obviously Tristan Jari resigning. Matt Nieto, I think, is a, a sneaky one there. Alex well, Lars Eller is a sneaky one. Yeah. Alex uh, Nadelkovic. Played very well in his de- his debut last night. I'm, I'm o- OCM. Uh, Will, Will but- I forgot we got Will Butcher too. Maz- Magnus Helberg redeems a horn. Uh, Vinny Hinestroza, Jonathan Gruden, Ty, oh, yeah. Ty Smith, Drew O'Connor resigning for two more years. Colin White signing for another year. I keep forgetting that you guys got the Swedish giant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan Heinen still a free agent. Yeah. Wow. Really? No, he signed somewhere. I'm pretty sure I saw that he signed somewhere. I want to say it was... Did he go back to Boston? Hold on. I could have sworn I saw that he signed somewhere. Um, He's just looking it up now. Is it D-A-N-T-O-N? Yeah. Yeah. So Mackenzie Blackwood with... I don't know if I like Mackenzie Blackwood with San Jose. I like it. Yeah, he went back to Boston. Did he go back to Boston? Okay. Whoa. Well, keep in mind, this was last updated... Actually, over oh, a week ago yesterday. Hasn't so. updated that long? Okay. Yeah, I don't know why it hasn't been updated. I mean, I, I guess I don't mind Mackenzie Blackwood there, I guess. Yeah, and then Zuderlin for two years over there. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, Giovanni Smith going to, to San Jose for two years as well. <laughs> this is where Yamamoto landed. Freaking Seattle. That's right. Okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, there's worse teams. And obviously, I can actually mean it this time. Penguins legend Brian Dumoulin going over there for two years. <laughs> Uh, is that Pierre Edward Belmar? It has to be. I can't think of anybody else that would be Belmar. And, uh, yeah. And, uh... Which Kale, Kale Flurry or Hayden? I think it's, I think it's Kale. I think it's Kale. That's Twitter. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. My bad. Close your eyes. Don't, I didn't don't see even. I didn't even. <laughs> well, we lost where we went. But Kale Flurry. I think it had to have been. There we here. go. We lost our page here, guys. Sorry. It's, uh... Bear with us here. Vince Dunn was an, is a nice return. Vince Dunn to Seattle as well. Yeah, that's that's gonna be nice with for um, Dumo going over there. I, I guess it does no, help. it does. Yeah, Kale was Kale. Okay. To help with ah, um, you that young son team. of a gun. Alright. There's like two more, two or three more teams left then. Yes. San Jose, or St. Louis. So four Only teams big left. Ones. Uh, Sunquist. Oscar Sunquist, yeah, that's about it. Malcolm Subban with for a year. 
not a whole lot of big ones coming out of St. Louis. Tampa Bay, Connor Sheary. Penguins legend. Luke Glendening. Josh Archibald as well. Calvin DeHaan. Calvin DeHaan. Um, Tanner Janot. Tyler Mott. Yeah, just to name a few for those. That's pretty much about all they got. The one I'm ex- really excited for for Toronto is Ryan Reeves. Yeah. yeah. As he, if you guys follow our our Twitter page, I know I was. I think I was the one who. Did retreated. you see though? Yeah. Did you see Reeves get his shit rocked? Yeah. yeah. By, Je- by Jack. Yeah. Arbor, yeah. Jack, Arbor I, Jack, I, I rocked his shit. I was mm-hmm. the one who retweeted that on the Buckbusters Twitter there. So yeah, that was very. <laughs> that was shocking. Very yeah, shocking to see. I'm you excited. Know, the one Ethan is most excited about is Tyler Bertuzzi. Yep. That little grease ball. <laughs> I don't like. I don't actually. Like I'm. I'm excited to see the Max Domi. I'm kind of yeah. excited to see him over there. That's. I think that could be exciting. I think I'm excited actually, to returns, see. That's, a, that's a kind of another. I uh, say he premiere. returns to um, play alongside um, Mitch Marner and that because they played together in London and that. Oh yeah, that's Pye right. Suter. Yeah. Well, Pi. I'm looking at uh, Vancouver. And Pui Suter going over there. Nicholas Hoglander. Teddy Bluger. Teddy Bluger. Ian Cole. And Carson Soucy. Vegas, not a whole lot. You got Brett Howden and Pavel Doriev. Is it bad I read that at first and I read, and I thought Doofenshmirtz, not Doriev? <laughs> <laughs> Doofenshmirtz, Evil Like I, that jingle literally popped in my head once I saw the name and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> this is my danglinator. <laughs> <laughs> Washington gets Max Patch ready for a year. Uh, Martin Fairby re-signing for three years. And I don't know what Sutter that is. Can't be Brandon Sutter. He retired, didn't he? Yeah. Riley Sutter. So there's a Riley Sutter and a Riley Sutter. And that's Ryan team. Sutter. Ryan Sutter. Is finally Winnipeg. Not, not really too much there. Yeah, was it Adam Sandberg or Dylan Sandberg? And Paul Stanley. What about Adam Stanley? Sandberg? Gabe, Gabe Velarde, Rasmus Kapari, the ones that they got in no. the trade. Adam Sandberg, no. Um, Laurent Pasquale and Vladislav I'm thinking of Andy's. Uh, I'm thinking of Adam Sandler. That's why. Yeah. That about does it. And Morgan Baron, that's another decent one there for them as well. And there was one more that actually ended up uh, happening earlier in the week. Uh, both Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck that's have re-signed re-signed. with Winnipeg. Seven-year, $59.5 million contract. I think they were pay- like exactly the same, weren't they? Both mm-hmm. they, like, they'll pay, like, they get the same amount, same amount of years. That's no. a, this thing is a lot for, isn't Because I think we deciphered, deciphered yeah. Shafi's what, 40, not 40, 31? 30 or 31? He's like 30. Okay. Um, Still seven years. That's that's a bold number for a 30-year-old. Yeah. Mark Shifley is... No, Helmbuck is only out yeah. like 28. He's 30. Uh, Connor... That, I, just, I don't know. Cause Connor Hellebuck is 30. Okay. Let's see. All right. That makes sense then. Right, moving on to some of the milestones that we have seen so far this season, and then move on to our standings predictions. Uh, to start the season, first game of the season with Tampa Bay and Nashville, Braden Point skated in his 500th career game on that game on October 10th. Uh, Connor Bedard recur- recorded his first NHL point on an assist on a Ryan Donato goal against the Penguins on October 10th. And then the following day against Boston, Connor Bedard scored his first NHL career goal. So congrats, Connor, getting that monkey off your back. Yeah. I, I hope you know. I know only eight hundred and something goals behind. You know, I'm getting so sick and tired of hearing about Connor Bedard this, Connor Bedard that. Suck it the fuck! Like I get it, he's a first round pick. I get it, he's supposed to be quote unquote good. But I don't give a goddamn fuck about it. 
I mean, I, come I on. Of, it, it has been like every time I turn on ESPN, or, it's like the, the Chicago doesn't even have to be playing in like intermission report of the fucking Penguins Devils game next week. They're going to be talking about Connor Bedard. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure they'll I talk about him. Re, re, re say what you said last week, Ethan. I I don't think Connor Bedard's going to live up to his hype this season. He is not. He is going to have at least well under a hundred point season. He's not. Uh, I can he's, see him maybe being a point per game. No. Maybe. 50. 50 points. Like 50 points. 50 points. I, I, was thinking, I was thinking like 60, 60 I was saying about, about 50, 60 I'm, points. I'm going to split the gap, and I'm going to go 75. You think he's going to be just shy of point per game? I think he's going to be just shy. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he, he is going to play okay this year. He's just not going to be the point getter. And from what I've been seeing and what I've been hearing about him, I guess he is an arrogant little fuck. No, like that's... I've heard it from. I've seen videos from his coaches, other teammates, and everything, and then they say he is a cocky little bastard. Well, so kind of like how we experienced with Cairo in our life. Well, he has year. that. Oh, I'm rich now. I don't have to do everything mentality. But he didn't get contracted. He's just well. <laughs> still, no. It's he thinks that he is king shit on Turd Mountain because he put up a wreck. Don't, don't get me wrong. His WHL stats fucking incredible. I mean, what we say almost almost three points per game in his WHL career. He had his last season. He had seventy one goals in sixty four games, <laughs> and it's just like you're almost scoring a hat trick a game for an entire fucking season. That is impressive in its own, especially for his age. Yeah, but I feel like he is going to get humbled really fucking quickly in this season because he's now playing up against guys like. Alex Ovechkin, Sid- Sidney Crosby, Steve Stamkos. Eventually, like, Connor McDavid, eventually. Uh, eventually, Connor McDavid. I'll be excited to finally see that tilt when, when Chicago goes to Edmonton or vice versa. I'll be excited I, to see that. Obviously, the next matchup is against uh, Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs. And I, I really want oh, to Matthews is going to heckle the fuck out of I him. Still, I, I, I really honestly, to... I cannot wait for it. I, 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 Matthews. I, I love the two videos of um, Bedard, like, Flurry tripping him up in the preseason, and then Marsh Marshawn kind of got up to him during in their game against Boston. And I, I, I I am so glad somebody agrees with me about the Connor Bedard train is getting old really fucking quick. And I don't again, know if it's. I'm oh, sorry, you could keep going. And again, I'm not saying he's going to play bad this season. I'm sure he'll do just fine for his rookie <clears> year, but I know a lot of fans are going to be. And a lot of even old WHL fans of his are going to be probably fucking really disappointed by the end of the season because he threw up a record-breaking year his last season with the Regina Pats, and now he comes into the league and he plays like fucking Casper Kapanen. <laughs> He's not quite that bad yet. I, I really want to see like when they... when. Chicago goes to visit or Toronto or whatever. I want to see him and Matthews get into a tilt. I, um, I was gonna say him and Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would that would be child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I retire. I'm done. That would be fucking child abuse. I don't know if it's just me. Damn here, yeah. Do I don't? It's freshly eighteen. I can't remember exactly. Did McDavid get all this hype? Like, just, yeah. I was just about to go into. He like, got. He got his hype. We can't like him because like we were obviously. Excited about McDavid. I'm like that's something why I'm sure a lot of WHL fans, a lot of Regina Pats fans are going just as crazy and just is hyping up Bedard just as much as Otters fans or OHL fans did for for McDavid. But right, but McDavid has proven himself 
over the years. It also took him two or three seasons, but I mean, right. he, he lived up to the hype. We mean, but Conor the Bern, fact that Connor yeah, Bedard is kind of lived up to the hype yet. Right, but the fact that Connor Bedard came into the league acting like his fucking shit don't stink, it's for me personally as just a hockey fan in general that kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth because That's he's true. going up against some of the greatest players in the sports history. Yeah. And I no, what I really want to see is I want to see him and Tom Wilson go at it. I want to see him and Tom Wilson have a tilt. I think I think that'd be fun. I I love some of his comments though during the opener against Pittsburgh, like, immediately, like, like, his comments, like, with, like, he's, he knew it immediately, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I lost the face-offs badly to Crosby. And didn't win it to, what, the opening face-off of the third is when he finally got his first, he yeah. started off, like, one for eight, and then didn't win another one. <laughs> I think, I think he went one for 15 on face-offs on the night against Crosby. I, and again, I'm not going to be too brutally fucking hard on him because he's only 18. He's it's his, it's his, it's his first year in the NHL. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to beat him down too hard, but I do think hockey fans who are really looking forward to seeing him in the league are going to be disappointed. Yeah. Well, that seems to what happened with all the freshmen. That's how it was with with Lafreniere too. Everybody yeah. was hyping up Lafreniere, well, and he hasn't really done much of anything no, as of yet. No, he's a. He Has is, he even reached 100 points yet? No, I think so. I mean, that's how I feel like a lot of the fresh meat is going into the NHL. You know, it's not like a lot of other sports where it's, oh, I have this person to assist me. I have this person to assist me. I have that person to assist me. It's hockey. It's you and one other person next to you. It's not like football where you're a running back and, oh, this linebacker is going to block for me so I can go my 95-yard touchdown. He's just under it's 100 not, points. Okay. You know, it's not. Oh, basketball! I'm open on the three. He's gonna pass, or I'm gonna pass it to him because I'm getting blocked. Hockey, it's you man the fuck up, and you got to get your shit done before the other dude comes and attacks you. The one thing I do understand why they're hype, trying to really hype up Bedard so much is because of his AHL stats. It, that WHL, or but also they're trying to. Advertising as one of the new faces of the sport, and they're trying to trying to get new fans to come yeah, in, come exactly. out and start watching hockey. Exactly. Like, hey, come check out this this stud. Yeah. Come check out this kid. I mean, they he's s- going to change the game of hockey. Just trying to bring more fans, which I'm all for. Bring more fans into the game of hockey. Like, more, the more, more fans the more the merrier. Yeah. Bring more people like like Charles Barkley, who literally shit. He works for the and the NBA on on TNT and, and completely shits. shits and literally the NBA. says that he he literally said that he'd rather watch. NHL playoff hockey than NBA playoff hockey. Any, any NBA. NBA playoff hockey, yeah. NBA playoff content. Wait, wait, any day of the week, he said he'd rather watch hockey. Wait, Kyle. Uh, National hockey. Basketball Association <laughs> playoff hockey. hockey. Yes. Anyways. Uh, I think that'd be really parts. entertaining for one game to have, like, a bunch of, like, NBA players try and come and play on the ice. Imagine fucking Shaquille O'Neal on the skate. No, imag- <laughs> dude, imagine LeBron and Ryan Reeves getting to a tilt. <laughs> I'd still like to fucking see Jalen Ramsey live up to his name and try and say he, he said he could make the NHL roster in, like, two months of practice. He couldn't. <laughs> Anyways. Hell, he barely makes it in the NFL. Uh, yeah, you hear that? Fuck you, Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> uh, Matthew Poitras of the Boston Bruins recorded his first point on a goal scored by Trent Frederick against the Blackhawks in that same game. Bedard got his first. Uh, Austin Matthews became the second active player aside Alex Ovechkin to score his 300th goal in less than 500 games. 
doing so in his 482nd game. Wow. Uh, Adam Fantilli of the Columbus Blue Jackets got his first point off of a goal from Jake Bean against the Philadelphia Flyers on October 12th. And here we go where we kept a couple of the first goal milestones. Brock Faber scored his first NHL goal against the Florida Panthers on the 12th. Brock Faber of Minnesota. Uh, Braden Packel of the Vegas Golden Knights got his first career goal against the Sharks on October 12th. Uh, Logan Cooley got his first NHL point of a Sean Jersey power play goal against the Devils on the 13th. Um, Matt Coronado of the Calgary Flames scored his first NHL goal against the Penguins on October 14th. David Jirasek of the Columbus Blue Jackets got his first career goal against the New York Rangers on October 14th. Marco Rossi of the Minnesota Wild got his first goal against Toronto on the 14th. Will Kyle or Cooley of, of the New York Rangers got his first career goal against the Columbus Blue Jackets on the 14th. And Thomas Bartolo of the San Jose Sharks got his first career goal against the Colorado Avalanche on the 14th. And Zach Benson of the Buffalo Sabres got his first point off a Jordan Greenway goal against the New York Islanders also on October 14th. <coughs> Whew. I think that is where we move on to our standings predictions for the 2023-2024 season. <coughs> Yay. So Very I've been kind of quiet. I guess I'll start this one off. Yeah, starting off in the Pacific. Pacific Division. Bobo. So eight to one. The specific division. Yeah. yeah. Very specific Pacific. Division. All right, number eight. I have the San Jose Sharks. Wow, really? Number seven. I have Vancouver. Number six. I have Anaheim. Number five. I have the Flames. Number four. I have Seattle. Number three. I have L.A. Kings. Number two, I have Vegas Golden Knights, and winning that division, I have Edmonton Oilers. Not, not bad, honestly. There. Um, I'll I'll take I'll take the next step here. Good. Uh, same order. Number eight, obviously, I still have the San Jose Sharks, the Sharks. Number seven, I actually have Anaheim. They ain't gonna do good. You don't think so? They ain't gonna do good. Uh, number six, Calgary. Number five would be Vancouver. Four would be the Kings. Three would actually be Seattle. Okay. Two, I, I think Edmonton's going to take two, leaving wow. the sta- uh, defending Stanley Cup champions Vegas at number uh, numero uno. I mean, interesting. The one I'm kind of interested in is you having Vancouver up that high. Yeah. Well, obviously, they're going to usually be at San Jose and Anaheim because both those you know, teams are kind of shit. Calgary, although... Just to put it lightly. <laughs> I never said anything about that, so... They, he is kind of right on that one. Uh, Calgary, I I still don't fit, think, no pun intended, they're going to be able to light the fire again that they had a couple years ago. So, what, you mean but, like 10 years ago? Well, when was the last time they made the playoffs? I think it was like, just two years ago. Yeah. Well, they, had, they, had, they had that wild series yeah. against the, the, the Stars, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was a fun... Oh, yeah. That was right. fun. Yeah. I forgot about that. But I don't, I don't think they are 100%. I think that was a series where Jake Ottinger proved himself. And was yeah. Just yeah. Out of this yep. fucking yeah. world. Yep. That's he, right. Because I remember him. I remember we were fucking <laughs> marveling about that because yeah. he was he was cracked See, in that, that series. That's kind of why I put Calgary as that 500 spot. Because it's like they're either going to sink like a rock or they're gonna skyrocket but yeah i don't think they'll have the what it takes to get them to top five or playoff spot 
Yeah. And they obviously aren't going to I don't think they're going to beat out the top four teams. No. It's right. it's going to be really tough too. Yeah. If they do, they're going to they're going to steal that second wild card spot and take on either Vegas or the number 1 in the Central. Right, Joffrey. What do we got? All right. My number 8 spot is the San Jose Sharks. Um coming in 7th as the Vancouver Canucks. 6th is the Anaheim Ducks. 5th place is the Calgary Flames. 4th place is the Seattle Kraken. Third place is the LA Kings. Number two is the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Vegas Golden Knights, and number one, the Edmonton Oilers. So Jeffy have literally and I, Jeffy and I will literally have the same exact Pacific. Do you? Yes. Okay. The only thing, like, what I think LA is just their. Let's just see how their goaltending it really is this year. Uh, odd one out so far, just slightly different for me. Uh, I have Vancouver in eighth, at the, at the very bottom of the division. Uh, followed by San Jose in seventh, uh, Anaheim in sixth. Um, I think they're also. I think we've all said six so far. They're going to do a little bit better well, than they did last year, but I think I was the one who said they'd be in seventh. Did you say Anaheim in seventh? Yeah, he did. Um, but I think they're going to do a little bit better than they did last year. Obviously, not going to be enough. Not going to be enough to make the playoffs. Uh, fifth, I have Calgary. Fourth, this is where I think I'm odd one out as well. I have Edmonton all the way down in fourth. Wow. Um, okay. Followed by Seattle in third. L.A. in second. I do have the reigning champs taking the division again in Vegas. Okay. So, moving oh, in. You're forgetting a person to your right, dumbass. Oh, yeah. Hi, Ethan. <laughs> well, I'll just hop on my horse and play a game I hide and go fuck myself. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm I'll take this one now. I'm going to, uh, no, I say take that from him. I was um, putting my phone on it. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh my, I have first to play game of golf. I can go fuck myself. <laughs> oh, God. That's, There's pop upstairs. Go help yourself. I don't yourself. give a shit. <laughs> so, I do have to agree with Kyle that I am going to put Vancouver at eighth. I mean, because they really haven't proven shit in the last, like, no. I don't know, ten years. Nope. <laughs> um... Number seven, I'm actually going to put Calgary. Okay. I, I am going to put Calgary at number seven. Number six, I'm going to do Anaheim. Okay. Number five, I will put L.A. Ooh, you're putting them that low. Whoa. Or not L.A., uh, San Jose. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I was going to say. That, was... that high. Number five, I said four. Five would four. be San Jose, so four. So four. Sorry, I'm fucking off of my shit tonight. Um... Number four, again, it's I'm like going to. I am going to agree with Kyle. I'm going to put Edmonton at four. Uh, I mean, they'll be good, but I mean, we all know that McDavid and Drysaddle are the ones that carry that fucking team. Yeah. I mean, it, it's no secret to anybody. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but number three. Oh shit! They're. There were a couple of ways. I, I this one I had. This top a, three are tough. I had a really hard time with my top three. Um, honestly, number three, number three, I am going to put L.A. Okay. Number three, I'm going to put L.A. Number two, I'm going to put Vegas, and I actually have Seattle taking. That wow. Okay. Although compared to this year to last year, how much we underestimated Vegas or Seattle last year compared to how much 
Watch your overhype on this year and they go fucking seventh or eighth this year. I mean, year. I, like like I said about Calgary, I have Seattle in that 500 spot because I, I just don't know what they're going to do. I just well, what impressed me was just the fact they made the playoffs in their second year, and then defeated. on top of that upset, the last year's defending Stanley Cup champions, Colorado, in seven, yeah. and then make it to the second That round. was a great series. That was, really that was awesome. a fantastic I, series. I, I think that was the biggest reason why I put them in number three. Like, I, I don't want to give them enough credit to be like, oh, yeah, they're going to out, outdo Vegas. They're going to outdo Edmonton. I think, but I don't want to say they're going to do absolute dog shit where they're going to be you know, in the basement with San Jose, with Anaheim, with Vancouver. The reason I said that they're, I put them at the top of the division is I, th- I do think that they – May if it does come down to Vegas and uh, Seattle. Seattle, thank you. Um, I do think that they may squeak past Vegas, like it. But it is going to be Game Seven overtime. Like yeah. majority of those games will be OT, OT, oh, yeah. or one goal games, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. But if you had to choose one sleeper from this division, like one that you a dark horse, like one that. You don't see doing well, but you wouldn't be surprised if they do do well. L.A. L.A. You think they're going to do like better than everybody's things, or you think they're going to shit? I think I think they're going to do better than everybody I thinks. I think so, too. And that's why I have them in second, yeah. Um, that's kind of why, that's I, why have I have them in third, yeah. I'll, I'll say more, because like, I have Anaheim in sixth, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do better than that. I, I can see them potentially... It depends on how well they do, obviously, during the regular season. I could potentially see him maybe snag in the second wild card spot. For me, like... That's what I was thinking. Like, maybe, for, maybe sneaking for in. For me, boss. because... Just barely fucking sneaking in, though. Because, like, kind of like Florida did last year. Like, a, 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 you'd have they, they're going to need, say, Edmonton to lose, like, three of their last four games in order to sneak into the like wild card. They're, they're a last day, like... Game eighty two win it like you must win to get in. Yeah. yeah. They must must win and need like four other teams to lose or something, you know. That's okay. kinda why I have them rate in six because depending on how Calgary is, because last year, especially um Jacob Markstrom struggled last year. He was rough. He was bad last year. From what I from what I was able to watch when I was over there, yeah, he he was rough. Like I was, I do think he will he'll have that bounce back, but I think depending how Calgary does, Anaheim could will be looking in like potentially going in for that wild card spot potentially. So um, you think it all depends on how Calgary plays is where Anaheim's gonna finish. Yeah. I think I'm gonna take Calgary actually as my dark horse, having him in the six. I can see them kinda Lighten that fire like they did a few years ago, and kind of bring him, ba- you know, bring him back that flame, or bring him back that kindling that they need to work up a flame. Yes, we get it. Fire puns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I feel like I'm gonna get a, a lot of hate out of it between yeah. you guys and the people listening and whoever. But my dark horse is gonna be that Vancouver Canucks team. Really? Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they're two and zero so far to start. They're three and zero to start the season right now. Like yeah, one, of, they, one of like eight undefeated teams left. They they are my dark horse, That's and true. they they are going to be that team to watch for in the Pacific Division. So, it's going to be tough. It's just they are not close, uh, Jeffy. I I don't know why you're so worried about that. But <laughs> I I kind of just saw an extension and. 
But yeah, I I feel like that they are going to be the dark horse of this division, and they they could wreck, wreck some brackets. And yeah. honest, really. honestly, I hope they prove me wrong. I, I really, I really, and I think I would not be upset at all. Will have a ba- will bounce yeah. back after yeah. he also struggled last year too. He'll have a bounce back year. Both Elias Pettersons will have a strong year this year. Um, if I mean if. The NHL had a comeback player of the year award. I wouldn't. I could see Demko being a runner-up for that or a potential yeah. candidate for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I that that's where I'm sticking with Vancouver. That's right. Okay. That's, that, that's, that's respectable. Not, that's not as bold as I thought no. it was going to be. No. Yeah. I just no, thought I'd, not, I'd, yeah, not as hot. Not much, not as much of a hot take as I thought it was going to be. I just thought I'd get you know as much shit as you know Ethan's <laughs> Milan Nucci leading scorer. <laughs> he is to the point where he makes fun of himself for that one. <laughs> it's gotten. <laughs> well, it's just it. Yeah, we beat that fucking dead horse. <laughs> we beat that dead horse into Chinese food. <laughs> Alright, I'll start the central. Uh, number eight, I feel like everybody can agree on this. Arizona. Yeah. 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 Uh, number seven, Chicago. Connor, Miss, Mr. Connor overrated Bedard isn't going to be the savior quite yet. Not Maybe yet. Down, down the road when he has some people around him to help him or out. Or when he's on a different team. <laughs> Well, as of right now, these current standings, these current bro- rosters, Chicago State in seventh. Uh, number six, I'm going to go with St. Louis. Okay. As long as okay. ba- baby back Benton is going to be a baby back bitch, then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number five, uh, and a potential second wild card spot, Nashville. Okay. okay. Uh, fourth would be Dallas. Three would be Winnipeg after those two big re signings. Number two would be Minnesota. And to nobody's surprise, I got the Pittsburgh Penguins now. Colorado's number one. That's honestly that's respectable. Yeah, very, very close to mine. Very respectable. Yeah. We'll yep. To be clearly honest, really the only one, like really from four through six, was where I kind of struggled the most of where I won the placement. Yeah. Um, but at number eight, I have the Arizona Coyotes. Shocker. Um, that's if they can find an arena to play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's all wipe the shock off our face. They're going to go back to playing pond hockey. <laughs> playing NHL 3's Eliminator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in seventh place, I have the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, right now, just Connor is not, Bedard is not going to carry that team this year. No. Not he, yet. He, I don't see him carrying that team for potentially Obviously the next three to four years. That's why they got some veteran players to, so they can help him. So like, they can pick up his fucking slack while he's too busy bitching? <laughs> yeah. Um, but as of right now, that's where they are. Um, sixth place, I decided to go with the St. Louis Blues. Mainly, my main reason is just how Bennington really. Yeah. Um, fifth place, I have the Winnipeg Jets. Um, okay. Fourth place is the Nashville Predators. Third place is the Minnesota Wild. Second place is the Colorado Avalanche. And number one is the Dallas Stars. Wow. Ooh. I'm an odd one out in a, a, diff, a somewhat different way here. Um, <sighs> but I honestly struggled... Doing three through six, honestly, two through six, honestly. Kinda, I'm in. The, yeah, I was in the same boat. Um, but eight Arizona, that's no, no shocker. Then seven Chicago can go either or. I could even see Chicago base being the basement team in that division this year. Uh, number six, I have Nashville. I have them that low. That's that's where um, I have them. Just it, again, like two through, honestly, three through six are very tough to try to to try to to rearrange here. Uh, number five potentially squeaking out that second wild card, all depending on how high 
Edmonton ranks. I have Winnipeg being in fifth. Wow. Um, number four, I have St. Louis. Um, potentially also, obviously, going to might, might be able to get that, that playoff spot there. The thing is with Jordan Bennington, is he a bitch? Yes. But if this year he can figure out a way to actually back up his shit talk and his trash talk, then they're going to do a lot better. Yeah. But that's... And not giving up six goals and then taunting the crowd when you're in the away team and trying to show off when you just let in six goals on 27 shots. Yeah. If you can back up your shit and only let in maybe two or three on 27 shots, then okay, yeah. Maybe maybe show yourself off a little bit and don't go try to fight one of the best goaltenders in the league in Marc-Andre Fleury. God, I still think we were I robbed of watching Bennington get that, his shit robbed. I was so pissed that we got robbed <laughs> of that. I really wanted to see Fleury. Oh, dude, I would have loved to see Marc-Andre Fleury knock a couple teeth out of his mouth. Oh, my that God. Knock, I just would have Knock his too. bullet back to 1982. God. Uh, <laughs> third place, I have the Minnesota Wild. Uh, and then second place, I have the Dallas Stars. And taking the division again, I have the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. I'm going to get some shit for my list. So, I... Uh, so you're gonna get roasted for this. I'm gonna get shit on my <laughs> list. So, again, my eight, seven, and six are pretty much the exact same as Kyle's, yeah. in the exact order. So we'll obviously Arizona at eight, Chicago at seven, Nashville at six. I thought I'd be the only one that had Nashville that low. I'm shocked. No. Okay. No, I had Nashville that low. Uh, number five. <sighs> Honestly, number five, I have Dallas. Really? Ooh, okay. Number five, I do have Dallas. Interesting. Um, number four, I have St. Louis. Number three... See, I had a really hard time with my top three on this one. Yeah. Again. Um, number three, I'm actually going to give that to Colorado. Wow. Ooh, okay. I'm putting Colorado at number three. I'm putting Winnipeg at two. And I have Minnesota taking the division. Wow. Damn, you have Winnipeg at two. I have Winnipeg at Actually, two. Actually, I'm Damn. not going to get shit because Ethan and I have a similar list. Number eight. Both get shit on them. Got it. Number eight, I got the Coyotes. <laughs> not like it doesn't ever happen. Yeah. Number eight, I have Arizona. Number seven, I have Nashville. Number six, I have Chicago. I don't think they're going to be the basement team, but they're going to be like a few steps up. Just running away from the monster in the cellar. <laughs> Number five, I have Dallas. Number four, I have St. Louis. Number three, I have Minnesota. Agreeing with Ethan. Number two, I have the Jets. And then number one, I have the Avs. Y'all are a little oh, crazy I, for having the Jets that high. I mean, look I what happened a few years high, ago yeah. when I predicted Dallas to go six. In my... He got one right. Now he's king shit on turning. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's my goddamn line. No, in my opinion, I I really do think out of this division, I would say either Minnesota or Winnipeg are going to be the dark horses of this division. I can see Minnesota more than Winnipeg. I'm Nashville. Saying, I, Nashville. You think they're a dark horse? I'm Where did you have them? Six. Them in Seattle, oh, six? Oh, sorry, fifth. Sorry. Okay. Fifth. I, I said so no. you had them in the second wild card slot? Or but no? Potential. Potential. I had Nashville yeah. way down in sixth, so I I say Nashville. Where do where do the wild card stop? Start? No, is norm, that four? Normally it's four in each uh, number four in each division, but I know in other years it'll be thick, 
Five, See, five from the Central and only three from the Pacific. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. Just, right. just depending on how they they line up against each other. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I couldn't remember if five was the first wild card spot or if it would have been technically the second. It, technically, it's the second. So okay. It's okay. The, okay. Yeah. Just again, depending. Oh yeah. On, Top four from each team or each division. The Jesus second wild card will play the best team of both the Pacific and the Central. Yeah. So te- technically, eight versus one. So. Okay. Say, like, for example, say if Vancouver got the second wild card spot, Vegas was the number one team in the West. Vancouver would play Vegas, whereas LA would play Colorado because Colorado would technically be uh, number two. Okay, 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 okay. I had, I just got confused for a second. No, you're, you're, good, you're good. So, it's it's still early season. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Getting back yeah. into the flow of things. Yep. Yeah. Get, right. get, get them. All right, get, Bobo. Let's get, let's viciously mock Bobo. Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> Yeah, we have tick. Guilty. You gotta, you gotta stay a little more slanted with your gimpled foot. <laughs> In the auto, uh, 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 tick, I have Ottawa Cindy Tatars. We're not in. Huh? We're not in the. Yeah. We're well, in the Atlantic. Yeah, he we're, just did oh, his central. He did a central. Oh, he did a central. Okay, never mind. We is in the Atlantic swimming in that bitch running from the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> Anyways, number eight, I have Ottawa. I can't fucking take this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Colin. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight, I have the the Senators. Number seven, I have Toronto. Excuse me? What? I don't know. Number seven, I'm Toronto. Dude, I don't even like Toronto, and I think you're dumb as hell for making it. Number six, I have Montreal. Number five, I have Buffalo. Number four, I have Florida. Number three, I have Detroit. Number two, I have Boston. Number one, I have Tampa. You have Montreal. You have Montreal above Toronto. You, you, oh, you never fail to fucking amaze me. (laughs) I, I'm just gonna say right now. I'm gonna be wrong. Whatever. What do you do? That I'm gonna 100% disagree with you. That's on fine. That. I'm gonna be I, wrong. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Is we shit on him. What happened with Dallas? I swear to fuck. If this happens again, if Toronto lands in seventh and this fucking kid is right again, oh, we'll never. We will. We won't stop hearing about it until season ten. I, I, hope will you know, I will voluntarily let him throw an, an entire carton of eggs at me no, in front of the t- seventh place. If Tor- I'll tell you what. If Toronto lands, I'll, and here, I'll shake on this bet with you. If Toronto lands in seventh place in the division, I will get the Maple Leafs logo tattooed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and and put, it, put it in the heart. Put it in the heart. They can confirm. We shook on this. Dude, that would be hey, insane. Oh, I, if, Honestly, get me in on this bet. Oh, oh, I will. I'll do the carton of eggs one. I ain't doing tattoo, but yeah. If if he is correct on Toronto, I will get the Maple Leafs logo here's, tattooed here's on the, my here's ass. The only thing, here's the only because thing. of how much he hates Look, Toronto and listen, Austin Matthews. Listen, here's the only. Here's so my biggest reason. Yeah, they have a lot of pickups this year. It's going to take a minute to get that chemistry built. But they still got that top six is pretty much nearly identical. Okay, to but they you, just finally got out of the first round. I know, but they still need to build some of that chemistry. I, I can see them maybe not making the playoffs and getting in fifth, but set, the fact that you have Montreal over Toronto is what it's This was also a last-minute list I did at, like, 11 o'clock this morning at work, so if we oh want to go through God. it again and change my teams, I will. Well, it's too late. We okay. already know that you're dumb as shit. <laughs> All right, call you, you, 
Jeffy, Colin needs a minute. <laughs> All right. My list. To be honest, this this is one of the first times I've struggled with the Atlantic. One of the first. It's tough this year, yeah. Um, eighth place, I have the Montreal Canadiens. Seventh place, I have the Ottawa Senators. Sixth place, look just looking in, um, going to be fighting for this um, while trying to get into the wild card spots, is the Buffalo Sabres. Um, fifth place, I have the Detroit Red Wings. Fourth place, they're going to drop quite a bit in the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Ooh. Third place, I have the Florida Panthers. Second place, I have the Boston Bruins. And number one, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs. Why do you have Tampa that low? Well, I, my my biggest reason was immediately with for the fact that Andres Vasilevsky is going to be at least missing the, fir- the first two months of the season. Okay, I don't. Um, I forgot about that. That's fine. And then Jonas Johansson is um, is the starter right now for ta- for Tampa. So I'm like, once I immediately saw, I'm like, oh, that's Tampa's gonna. Uh, that's fair. Okay. But, I don't. I don't think it's gonna affect them that much. If I'm gonna be completely honest. But the you. only. But like, the only thing is, is if Tampa struggles in those two months while Vazzy is out, I just don't know if, if how quickly Tampa is gonna recover by the time we get to. Right around the All Star break and potentially right around close to the end of the season. That's okay. kind of. I mean, that's that's a fair that's a fair reasoning though. Buffalo, Buffalo, I'm just I'm really excited to watch Buffalo this year. I am, yeah. I'll say right now they are my the dark horse in this. I think road okay. they're going to be fighting alongside Detroit for that potential to this wild card spot. My my list is honestly quite significantly different than yours aside from the bottom two. Obviously, I have Montreal in 8th place and Ottawa in 7th place. 6th uh, place, I actually have the Florida Panthers being back down in the bottom 3 this year. Obviously, I think last year was a fluke year. Just kind of got a little bit lucky, obviously. The Cinderella story, if you can even call it that much. It really uh, was. Got lucky in all three rounds that they... And then, obviously, they saw when they actually played a real team and the Vegas Golden Knights got their absolute shit rocked. What was the final score of Game 5? Like 9-3? to three? It something. was 9-2, to something like that? Yeah, 9-2. 5th uh, place, I have Buffalo. Um, again, possibly fighting for that that second wild card spot, but somebody who I do think is going to get at least one of the wild card spots is the Detroit Red Wings. I said it last year and I was wrong. I'm hoping I'm right this year. I really hope. I'm fucking hoping I'm. <laughs> uh, third, third, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs. Second, I have the Boston Bruins, and I do still think Andre Vasilevsky or not. I do think Tampa Bay is still going to take the division. You know, for my list, I. I have almost the same exact list as Kyle, except I have Boston in third and Toronto in second instead of Toronto third. So you have Tampa, Toronto, Boston, Detroit, Buffalo, Florida, Ottawa, Montreal. Yeah, Damn. I really, I really <laughs> do think Detroit's going to make the playoffs. Although I don't imagine them going far, I can see them at least. So yeah, the they're going to end up running into somebody like Wait, e- either yeah. Carolina, Tampa, Boston. Yeah, either somebody one. Somebody that has went, had a lot of recent playoff success. Yeah, so again, not going to get far, but at this point, I, I understand it's it's something. It's uh, a step in the right direction. I, I see start. them at least maybe maybe squeaking into the second round. Again, maybe. you're going to have to play one of those teams that have had a lot of yeah. success in the playoffs, though, so it's going to well, be tough. And, and that, on that note, I, I hope they play uh, Toronto. Imagine. <laughs> like, 
Just to rub the fucking salt in the wound. <laughs> I mean, why do I, for some years? reason, I kind of want Toronto to finish in seventh place? <laughs> See, he, he, here's, here's the thing. I get, like I said, when I seventh. did the whole Dallas thing, everybody's due, everybody's due for a fucking dump season. That's, that's, I thought that's what I said, a 16. Because that's the year where you said you said six years. It's like seven or eight years. Yeah. I thought I said sixteen, but that's my fault. So oh, it's everybody's due for a drop year, and I feel like Toronto ha- is due for a dumpster I dive God, of if it a does year. Happen, I just as much as I would love to see Ethan get a tattoo of Toronto's logo on his ass. I don't think <laughs> no, it's going to happen. Again, thinking about as it, it's probably it not going to happen. Be. You know, did I fuck up? Probably. As I'll, I'll funny tell you as it would be. No. I, I'll add to it. I'm not shaking on this. <laughs> not only will I get their fucking logo tattooed on my ass, I'll get Austin Matthews's mustache tattooed on my lip. <laughs> or just you have, for a month, you have to wear your, your mustache like Austin Matthews. Oh, oh, oh. Or for was, the entirety oh. of the off season. Oh, I was about to make a really, I was about to make a really bad comment, but I'll make it all fair. <laughs> oh, um, I, I, I know what you're going to go. I'm going to say. Anyways, Ethan, what's your what's your Atlanta looking like? So, again, I have obviously the Canadians and the Senators down at eight and seven. They can flip flop. It's not really gonna mean a hill of shit. Um, six, six. Honestly, I had a tough time with because I was bouncing between Florida and Buffalo. Um. So I did put uh, Florida at six and Buffalo at fifth. Fourth, fourth, I had the Boston Bruins. Third, I have Detroit. Second, I do have Tampa. And I do have the Maple Leafs taking it. Okay. Okay. Alright, on to the Metro. Metro I struggle with every... Let's change it up. Jeffy, start us off with the Metro. Alright. In eighth place, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Seventh place is the Philadelphia Flyers. Sixth place is the Washington Capitals. Wow. Fifth, Mm. Fifth place is the New York Islanders. Fourth place is the New York Rangers. Third place is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Second place, the Carolina Hurricanes. And first place is the New Jersey Devils. I hope you know, I have Jeffy's list flip-flops. Like, legit, eight and, like eight and seven's flip-flops, six and five's Because <laughs> I have Philly in eighth, Columbus in seventh, the Islanders in sixth, Washington in fifth, Pittsburgh in fourth, the Rangers in third, the Devils in second, and Carolina in first. So, like I said... Legit Jeffy's this just flip flopped <laughs> a little bit. I have very, very similar to both of you, but most more similar to Colin. I have Philadelphia in eighth place. Fucking sue me. I don't care. Uh, the seventh place, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Sixth, I have the Islanders. Fifth, I have the Capitals. Fourth, I have the Penguins. Third, I have the Devils. Second, I have the Rangers. And first, I have Carolina. Okay. reason I have Pittsburgh in fourth. Every year, I try to overhype them and try to be, you know, have confidence in my team. Say, oh, we're going to take second. We're going to take third. We're going to take the division. We end up getting third or fourth. Try to re- reverse that role this year. I'm saying we're going to get fourth. Hope we get second or first. That'd so, be huge. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, Pittsburgh in fourth, New Jersey in third, Rangers in second, Carolina in first for your for your playoff teams, potential playoff teams. 
so I, again, was kind of similar. Um, I do have the Blue Jackets in eighth, uh, Flyers in seventh. Uh, I actually have the Islanders in sixth. Okay. I have the Islanders in sixth, the Capitals in fifth. Uh, fourth, I have the Penguins. Third, believe it or not, I have Carolina. Okay. Second, I have Jersey. And I believe that this will be the Blue Coats. This will be the Blue Coats season for their division. You think? Okay. I, I have faith in the Blue Coats. I, I can't argue that, honestly. No, I can't. No. I cannot argue that. This division, it's like unpredictable, the, the, really. The, that top four, even top five, argue is. Yeah. You don't fucking know. Like, you yeah, never know. Yeah, year in and year out, the Metro is always going to be the most competitive division in the league. No doubt. Well, and it's the and hardest to predict. It's yeah. very difficult to predict. Because, like,. You know, one year one team could do absolutely freaking amazing. The next year they could play like absolutely dog Completely shit. Completely bomb. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it, it's like so the tough. Devils was it? Not last season they made the playoffs. The year two before seasons. they finished two second seasons. to last. Yep. Second that pre- two seasons Seven. ago they for second to last, and last season they were what second in the division. I yeah. Think. And, and they made it all the way to what the the second, second round. Second second round. round. They lost yeah. to Carolina. They, yeah, and they got swept by Carolina, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. They got swept. Yep. I think because I think did the Devils beat the Bluecoats last year? Yeah, yes. yeah. I think they beat the yeah, I think they beat I've, the Bluecoats. So they, they lost they lost yeah. the first two games and then won the next four. Yeah, and then got swept by Carolina. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see how badly I fuck this one up. Number eight, I have the Bluecoats. Number seven, I have the Flyers. Have the Rangers in eighth. Yes. Or Blue Jackets, I'm sorry. Okay. I was about to say. No, Blue Jackets. Okay. I don't know why. So <laughs> yeah, Blue Jackets. I have eighth. Flyers. I have seven. Isles I have in six. Okay. Caps I have fifth. Blue coats I have fourth. Penguins I have third. Devils I have second, and I have the storm taking the taking the metro. Honestly, I, I yeah. don't hate that. Don't yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a solid. Like, I think the part- Rangers could be slightly higher, but I, other than that, I don't have a problem. The with only that. thing I fear, like I am with swapped Capitals and Rangers, because I would like. It's one of those things where because you had what the Rangers in sixth. Yes. The Rangers, I, the Rangers in fourth. Rangers in fourth and Capitals. Islanders in sixth. Okay. My okay. only reason why I put Washington in sixth is just their main thing is staying healthy. Isn't it? Well, just, and aside from <sighs> aside from Pittsburgh, I think they're the second oldest team. In yeah. The league. yeah. Pittsburgh's first, and I think the I think Capitals are second. Well, so. and yeah. that's my fear with because that was the, the problem with Washington last year was. Well, that's kind of my fear with the Caps this year. That's why I put them at fifth. Because, you know, Penguins are one of those teams where if someone gets hurt or if someone gets sick, if there's an injury, there's, you know, right then and there or the next game, hey, you're in. Good luck. Have fun. Whereas the Caps, they're being the second oldest team. It's like, who do you choose from if you have a bunch of older guys as well as the Penguins do? I think mean, yeah, the main reason Washington struggled so much last year, I know Ovi missed a significant amount of time with an injury. I think Oshi missed a significant amount of time with injury. Wilson was obviously on and off with suspensions, typical. Back, and uh, Backstrom was all out for, I think, almost the entirety of the year. Or, or a good portion. Um, a very good portion of it, at least, too. Um, and I think even Kuznetsov ended up missing. So pretty much half of their, 80% of their top six there was yeah. out, in, out for a consistent amount of time. Now, Kuzi just had something in his nose. <laughs> Um, So just recapping my four division winners, I have Vegas taking the Pacific, Colorado taking the Central, Tampa taking the Atlantic, and Carolina taking the Metro. I might as well go say mine. Um, In the Pacific, I have Edmonton, Central of Dallas, 
the Atlantic, I have Toronto, and then I have in the Metro the New Jersey as my division champions. Ethan? Uh, so in the Pacific, I have Seattle. In the Central, I have Minnesota. In the Metro, I have the Blue Coats. And in the Atlantic, I have the Maple Leafs. All right. Pacific, I have the Oilers. Central, I have the Avs. Atlantic, I have Tampa Bay. And Metro, I have Carolina. All right. So for all their respective divisions, I have Vegas, Colorado, Carolina, and Tampa Bay. Is that all that we have for... This week's episode. I think so. I think I that about so. does it. All right. Well, we've only added on. Oh, actually, only one, added on about four or five minutes to what we had last week. So actually, one that yeah. I do want to bring. I I thought it was just a cool thing. Um. Um. That the Buffalo Sabers did. They um, honored Rick Jenner at the right outside their arena. Like, oh, they, oh yeah. The street or renamed yeah, like, Rick, portion Rick of the street. Rick Jurnet Way or R J Way. R J Way. That's pretty dope. I thought I that was that. a really cool way to. I, I am happy that we were able to see him at least one last time in, in the flesh at the at the Ryan Miller. I'm so glad too. Like, and I know that Buffalo said they're gonna throw, throughout the season they'll um, do a lot of um, tributes to RJ throughout the season, and they're already wearing a um, RJ patch on their short jerseys for the entirety of the season. All right. Well, I, at least I at least wanted to bring that up since that <laughs> yeah, was that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. What one word? Uh, a couple words of advice for you from the studio. Don't add to the population. Don't take away. Don't go to the hospital. Don't, don't end up to... in. No, it's don't add to the population. Don't subtract to the population. Don't end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't listen to Bobo on his predictions. <laughs> and until we meet, all meet again, we are your Buckbusters podcast. Bye. Peace out. Peace Bye. Out. Bye. Bye.